What's going on, everybody? It's Ron Brown, LMT, the People's Fitness Professional, alongside my host, Mikey Fever. And this is a New Yorker's perspective. We have the brother Paul Dyer back. Doctor. Let's bring that back. Doctor. Doctor, doctor, doctor. What's going on, Doc? How's everything? How you guys doing? You know, um, your other shows are just off the hook. Mm, appreciate that. You guys, Thank you, man. Guys are are talking. You guys are not just talking. You guys are like problem solving. You guys are like the Rubik's cube of black people. Wow! You're like I, I know you stuck on just the red and the yellow, but you got to get it all. If you don't get it all, then you're still lost. Right. And I that. like what you guys are doing. It's not about what's the answer, what's the solution, what's the problem, and here's a problem, and here's what we think, and here's what we. Th- we gotta, we gotta make sure that the the whole Rubik's cube is complete. Because if it's not complete, we're still jazzed up, right? right? So. Exactly. You, you, you guys are having all these amazing people on, and I love it. And in the New York perspective, man, I'm just boogie down all the way. But the thing is, is that you guys are trying to get the not just the questions. Is there an answer that we can put together so our Rubik's cube can be complete? I've I've been on other talk shows. We talk about mental health. Been on other talk shows. We talk about physics. I love the the conversation. Trust me and believe. I love the conversations. But are we putting the puzzle together so we can be complete? And if we're not doing that, if we're just complaining and, and solving the man and the woman problem, the the woman the man and the sex problem the man and the job problem the man and the organization problem well how are we solving ourselves instead of complaining about the problem yeah so that's, that's what we're doing right now that's what we're trying to do that's yeah, what we're yeah. focused on we're actually trying to fix whatever the issue issue is I know that sounds kind of crazy because it's just no, it's not crazy. Attack, is, but what's crazy is that I'm sick of people, I'm sick of blacks, African Americans, American Africans that I call. Because that's what we are. We're American Africans. We're not we're not African Americans. That shit's been passed down since 1860. That's been long, 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 long gone. We are American Africans without a home. And we're trying to solidify a place in this world of peace, not justice. If you like, and I've said this before in our other show, if you're looking for justice before peace, you're going to be banging your head up against a wall. I appreciate that. All that you said. Thank you so very much. Um, to me, this show, you know, I appreciate my brother Ron, you know, who came to me years ago to start our uh, organization to help the people. But we always said that we're not talking, speaking as gurus. We just want to be voice of reasoning because we're using what we're doing to also work on ourselves. It's like a self-reflection. Right. We're working on ourselves. Yes, sir. You know, and we're looking to help the people because we, we could build like a stronger structure of support because... I think our people lack support for one another. That's what it is. We, we see ourselves people, as the enemy. I think, Mikey, you're right. I think we, not, it's, it's not the structure. We lack empathy of ourselves. Exactly. I think we lack compassion for our wrongdoings. Yeah. We yeah, lack... Yeah, I live with that. We lack understanding of all the organizations we thought that was going to help us that denied us. We lack misinformation of all these other I'm this, I'm that, that was going to propel you. 
but we never put in the work and we were never taught how to put in the work. I don't want to, I know we're going to talk about a whole different thing, but I want to blast out. I've been Greek this, Mason this, and I am that. But where's the work? I, I don't need you to be hanging out at a white party or on some boat or some house or some yard. Where's the work? Where are exactly. you putting in the work? Exactly. Where are you touching a child saying, I got you? Because we're going to get into that about education. I got you. Exactly. I see you. I see you. But if you just want to dress up and put on your tie and dance, and I'm not, you know, and dance and, and do all that line yard stuff, okay? 500 feet away from you, kid just got shot. What's up? <laughs> What's exactly. up? What's up? In the community, people coming what, what in. What are you guys doing? Oh, we're, we're partying. Right? Wait a minute. We got a homeless kid this. We got a homeless family this. You guys are all dressed up in white this and white that and party this, party boat this. Hold on. Right here, we got kids dying. Exactly. Hmm. Right. I want to add something to that. As you said, doing the work, right? You know what I'm saying? I want to go salute to my brother, Ron. You know, myself and other members of PAR at the time, when we fed the, um, the homeless a family, he made some calls. We got some food. To, I think we fed over like close to 2,000 or 1,000 families during the pandemic. Like, I remember taking my car, everybody brother taking their car, going back and forth. This is before anybody joined a lodge or whatsoever the case may be, whatever you want to call yourself. We didn't care about no titles or anything like that. It was about the people. Yeah. And, you know, it's great to feed the people, but I also know that we need mental health. You know what I'm saying? I'm not exempt from that. I don't believe none of us here are exempt from that because we all face some kind of atrocities and trauma in life, experiences, relationships that you sit back and look back on it. Like maybe, you know, I need to work on myself or whatsoever the case may be, or that person has some trauma. But we need to stop the trauma bonding in the community and start being accountable before, you know, people end up on online screaming at the camera talking about this person's a narcissist and that. That's the new thing now. That's the new cop out. I don't want to be accountable. So you're a narcissist, you know? So, you know, to hell with that movement. <laughs> I don't respect sure. that movement because I don't hear about nobody talking about getting better, holding accountability. As you said, empathy. That's what the people are lacking now. So Mikey, the well, reason why we have a hard time looking at ourselves. And I, I think I said this in the last time we had the show. It's looking at ourselves at the man in the mirror is because we, the, the mind does not want us to be harmed. So we are always on the defensive mechanism, which produces a chemistry that allows us to convey that I am okay. Convey that I'm okay internally, but externally you're jacked, right? Yep. You are jacked. You are getting your nails done, hair done at 400 plus a pop. And you're talking about, I don't know who's going to pay my rent. Are you kidding me? That's not a fashion issue. That's an emotional, mental issue that you have never addressed. Mm. Or you become complacent on the system where you don't want to do much for yourself. And then we but, talk about black men who says, I don't want a strong black woman, but you've been punked out for over a thousand years. So every time you, so, so every time you meet a strong black woman, they're asking to be safe and calm and happy, and you're talking about she's too strong for me. I never well, had that. She's too strong for you. She's had to hold it down because you've been slaved out looking to please the slave, the slave master. Right. And right. then when you come up against a black woman 
who is strong and that they're so masculine, they're so this or so that. What have you done to make her feel that she doesn't have to do that anymore? And I have nothing to do with talking about paying the bills, getting her a car, all that stuff. How have you tell her, you can bring it down, I got you? Speak on it. Shout out to all the single mothers out there. Shout out to mama. I love you. Mama, now, do it. I've been, I've been, I've been, I've been real quiet because y'all been dropping it to right now, but I want to get to the, to the subject at hand, right? The first subject is this. So the title of this video is going to be the miseducation of the Negro. And so with that in mind, the miseducation of the Negro, let's talk about the school system. What do you know about the school system and how they kind of dumbed, not kind of, this is actually what they did. They, they, dumbed, they dumbed us down. Now, do you have any information about that? Would you like to uh, elaborate on that? Well, absolutely. One thing, I do work in the school system. And the reason why I work in the school system, because I'm tired of seeing dead black boys and black girls being um, um, prostituted out and black boys being ganged out because they have not been taught. I'm sorry, my little buddy right here who keeps me sane, Kazi, is in, in the frame. But um, so people ask me, why are you in the school system, Doc? You could be doing this, you could be doing that. I said, when you get tired of seeing dead black people or dead people, what are you going to do? If, if I want to chase tail, which is money to me, that's a tail. That's just a dog and a tail. Because if you're just going to chase money so I can get up and out, then you are what we don't need. We don't need you. Matter of fact, I could slaughter you and I'll be okay with that. Because just because you're smart enough agile enough or whatever you procured yourself to get up and out and you're not going to try to help your fellow man then you are killing us hmm. people keep thinking that the white people are killing us we got black people killing us because they've forgotten about us because they're thinking they're going to live in that world that world don't want you and you forgot about the other world that needs you to me, I understand that's an emotional, mental problem they have never addressed. And if they talk to me, I can help them understand why they have never addressed. On the science level, not just on my perception level, but why you have procured yourself above the other in the power over system that has delegated itself into the fields of slavery. With that being said, education, Horace Mann, develop education. Henry Ford was part of that public education. He realized this is about 1830, 1840, I believe, something like that. But anyway, he realized that to educate a human being is to build a better factor. So you're not being educated to learn. You're being educated to do. Because to learn is the question. What is Dr. Paul saying? Why is he saying this? I don't got time to that, but I'll look at TikTok. You, the, you are a slave. Exactly. I don't got time for that. I'm going to look at YouTube and look at funny cat videos. You were a slave. <laughs> I'm going to hit people up at the IG account because dot, dot, dot. You were a slave. Information's out there and you utilizing it for frivolous slave stuff. So they got you still in the fields you're just not, you're metaphorically still picking cotton. Mm. 
let a shot off of that run if possible, please. Where's the shot? I don't know. Where oh, that's the. Uh, all right, that's cool. That could, that could, that could, that could work. That was a sword. All right, that could work. Now that's deep right there. That's deep. That's deep. Mm-mm. So, who are you serving? As you people say, well, I worked all day. I just want to look at stuff. My my question for you is, educationally, what are you getting from the stuff you're looking at? Some would say distraction, a way to relax. Uh, so the question is, if you're if you're being distracted, Mikey, mm-hmm. then you're distracting yourself from the person that you're not. Idle time. And that's why you would never become. Exactly. But then, but then you will hit a church on Sunday talking about he will save me. You know what? Please. <laughs> you know where your savior is at? At the end of your arm. That's your savior yourself. You know, yeah. it's not. A, I'm not baiting no religious people, but. No, but we were taught to be the creator. You just Mm -hmm. haven't read it right. Exactly. You got to save yourself. Our our synthesis of how we've been created is that we've become the creator. Mm -hmm. If you're still looking at being the created, then that means you are going to be the slave of it. Mm. If you're going to be the creator... That means you're going to realize how I'm thinking, how I'm feeling, and how I'm processing. In in the education system, the miseducation of the black people is that we've been taught how to be slaves. And it's been passed on down from generations. And in the process of that, we've been taught how to obey well can you can you give me some details like elaborate on that and how was that done like a detailed description of what actually happened tom is, uh, did you say thomas ford henry ford henry ford you said henry well, ford. henry ford Horace Mann is the one who actually created public education and henry ford is actually the one that uh refined it right and that was to um, create a a a working class system to work and to be able to read um so for us to read the um the english word or the american word or we can say the white man's word however you want to put it it wasn't your word in in, in Genesis of a person, you have to, you looking at in other countries and other fabric of societies, you looked at how you were placed amongst the stars. In your village or in your community, you, you had a position of who you could be, meaning of your, the man, the woman, and there was all these not it wasn't rules, but there was balance, right? It didn't mean that you couldn't go outside of that, because as, as being a shaman that I am and, and related to the Bear Clan out of Missouri, um, your life force was to guide you, but the only way to get into your life force was to release your perception of falseness or ego. When you're guided by your ancestors, you move with frequency of a higher power. That is the relationship with God. If you want to learn another man's or human word, that is to understand what they are from doesn't mean you have to become. You understand what they are from, it doesn't mean you have to become. Sometimes people miss things I say because they're like, oh, he's pontificating. 
No, I'm giving you the miseducation of words, the misunderstanding of how you relate to it, the ebonics of what you translate it to via your environment or your senses. That miseducation has caused you to defy who you are. Chemically, brain functionally, it creates a defiant of neglect to your own personality of who the creator says that you can be a creator. You are listening to people who is creating you when you don't understand who you are. So you are a product of them. You hate yourself because of them hating you. But if you don't know how to create because of your chemistry, then you're a product of their creation. And you are defied being a creator. Your penal gland allows you to reach out into the universe and all things above and below. But if you block that by absenteeness, meaning I don't understand why I think, who I am, where I am. Well, Dr. P, where I am is I'm broke, I'm poor, and I live in a slum. No, that's a place. Your perception is that you are not able to do. Because we know Malcolm X said he cleared his mind in prison. The bars were there, but he in he he cleared the prison cells through his mind. Now I can go into Thoth and tell you about all that and the pyramid, but let's just go with people you heard of. Your mind is your prison. So what imprisons you? What imprisons you? You buying a product because you believe that it's fire. But who made you believe that? That's a prison. Oh my God, this is the bomb. That's a prison. Because if I ask you why this is the bomb, you're going to come up with because it is. Hmm, that's not a actually mental thought. So you're saying it is because of what? Oh man, my, my boy's got this and it just looks fire. So, okay, so why do you, so why do you like it again? Well, because it looks good. So you really have no flipping idea why are you getting it? Well, I, I look good in it. You look good in it for who? Not for what? For who? Well, because I look good, but for who? For me, I like looking good. You like looking good for them or you like looking good for you? I like you looking good for me. Then why do you think looking good is this and looking good is not this? Who taught you that? Oh, my fact is it was your creator. He taught you that this is how you're supposed to look good. Yet yeah, you're a slave boy. You're a slave child. So that so all has to do with the programming. 
it is a program. So education. So education is, you know, we, we are educated to be programmed. To learn is to assess. To learn is to assess. I could teach you about World War II. That is the information. To learn is to assess the information. I'm not talking about denying it or arguing against it, but it's to assess the information. To understand is to relay the information to your chemical balance of the brain. To learn is to assess. To understand is to relay the chemical information to your brain. To be wise is to apply how you assess. <laughs> it is not because of the learn, but to apply. I've been I've been teaching martial arts for over fifty years. I love. I'm a grandmaster of martial arts of the United States Council. And I go into schools who've been, people have been taught martial arts and rivals. I am a freak in education when it comes to the mind, the body, and the spirit. But if you don't know why you're moving, then you're stuck and stupid. If you don't know what muscles are firing, what nerve cells are doing, what your brain is acknowledging, then who's moving who? Then you're just able to be moved like any commercial. That's real. That's real right there. Mm. So we, we, with that being said, all that sums up the programming. When it comes to language now with the Ebonics, mm. How detrimental is that to the mind, especially the adolescents and our people? Well, the, the one thing about Ebonics, and, and we have to explain what Ebonics is, is the misinterpretation mm -hmm. uh, of words or the, the slang people have. And, and uh, I use the word fire and, uh, and, and all this uh, broken language. So what is the language? Right. So let's, let's I'm going to go back just a little bit. Language is a way to communicate. Right. What is a language? Language has many variations. That's why there's many variations of the spoken word. This it's the spoken word. The word has vibration and receptors of who you are. It's if you think that a Spanish language is only Spanish, this or that, all Spanish languages aren't the same. In New York, you have Cubans, Dominicans, you have Mexicans, you have not just Mexicans, you have um, Ecuadorians. Their sounds of the word is a reference to their ancestors. It's historical to reaching back to touching their history of ancestors. The reason why Blacks have a broken language is because we've lost our ancestors. We don't have a connection to the, to the continent of Africa because we are American Africans. We've been pimped out. We've been slaved out. We've been raped. We've been abused. We've, we, we've been bucked out to pregnant people to produce workers. We don't have a language. We lost a... We don't have a language. American Africans don't have a language. 
So we try to create a language that resonates with something that we want to belong to, but it has no meaning or ancestral beginnings. Mm. So we have no connection to a beginning. So that means as we are false into our further future. It's like calling yourself, I'm going to be a race car driver, but I don't know how to drive. But I'm going to think myself as a race car driver. I'm going to talk like a race car driver. I'm going to know all the information of a race car driver. I'm going to know everything about a car. Negro, you don't even drive. (laughs) So what makes you a race car driver? Because you know it, you believe it, you feel it, you have faith. You have no connection. Your words doesn't bring you back to your history of what you are. So Ibanez keeps breaking us up and separates us as an individual of a collective unity. Ebonics separates us as a collective people to unify. I, I need to figure out what the hell you're talking about. Because you're from this and I'm from that, and I have no idea what you are saying. But we say it down here, Negro, please, we're not even unified. So I have to physically understand, or if I don't ask, I have to sit back and go, oh, I get it. I get what they're trying to say. I get it. Because they talk funny down there. You're different up there. So we are positionally based mentally. Wasn't I talking about that earlier? Physical space is made up by man. I'm an Archimedes fan. I'm a Newton fan. We had to understand the difference between space, time, and humans because we're separate, but there is a correlation. But what Ebonics does is separates us from the time and the space. Oh, you're from X Carolina or whatever, whatever, and you talk crazy. Wait a minute. I'm speaking to my regional adaptation of survival but you just ridicule me for my ability to habitat because I'm in Georgia. Wow. So you just. I, I see what he, what I see what he means by that. What? The words affect, like what he said. I was saying that earlier yeah. before we even got on, on the podcast. Yeah. So we're separated based on de- demarcation lines, et cetera, right? So I'm from mm-hmm. New York, and you're from, let's say, uh, Chicago. And I speak a certain way, and I carry myself a certain way. You speak a certain way. You carry yourself a certain way. And there's a miscommunication, a disconnect, mm-hmm. because we're so... Um, how can I say patriotic? No, it's called cognitive biasness. Yeah. Ooh, so you basically—that's a beautiful one. So, so it's bias. So are, are you saying that the your dialect, your words, the frequency determines a person's behavior and mannerisms, like how they process things? Like they will hear a word and they process it differently. Like, well, according to where I'm from, the culture, this is how we respond to this. Mm-hmm. Because you know we're coming from that. It's the energy it comes with. Like I said on the last show, if if you if you're a New Yorker, another New Yorker asks you, "Are you good?" That could be misinterpreted in multiple ways. It could be, "Are you really good? Are you safe? Or do we have a problem?" Checking your temperature, you know. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty much it. Cognitive biasness is how you process things through your five senses. You believe that it should be a certain way, so you hear it the way. So you're going to you're going to respond in the way that you need to 
to relate to yourself, not to the person that is you're with or talking with or, or um, so there's no true connection. Which is fascinating when we talk about um, um, uh, black men and black women, it's like, I, I, I think you're on this. I think you look good on this. I think you look good. But when you start talking, yeah, you're not for me. Well, wait, Negro, man. Are you pressed on misunderstanding what she's saying? Or you are disconnected from who you think you are? That's a sickness. I'm not saying every person's for everyone. But if you're talking about, man, she's on some wild this and he's talking about some wild that, how are you hearing it? Have you ever checked your temperature? My mother never said anything like that. So I'm not going to hear a woman who says that. Your mother was a crackhead. <laughs> so what are you talking about? You you mean you're you're trying to say this woman who just came from dot 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 and she doesn't sound like your mother. Your mother was a crackhead. Have you taken that into account? Uh, killer B. I, I, I. <laughs> yeah, man. I used to that custom to that, man, man, but you know, <laughs> but yeah, what do you got, Mikey? What do you got? What do you no, I'm laughing. It, 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 that is true. It's just the language, not the misunderstanding because cultural differences. Yeah, my family from Haiti. Yeah, certain things they may say. I'm in like, are you from Haiti? I, my family, my family from Haiti. Yeah, I'm first generation born here. I know your country backwards and forwards. Oh shit, damn! You've been all you've been all over, huh? Well, the reason why is that when I was in Haiti, we put Aristide. When I was in the military, we were the one who put Aristide back in the power in '94. Oh, you one of those? Yeah, mm-hmm. but the, but that came from the State Department because he was a puppet. Raul said, "Ross boys." <laughs> Right, but we pushed out Papa Doc because he was slaughtering people left and right, and um, we it, and and I was one of those forces that we when we got in there we pushed him out through the back door. Yeah, you know, you mean the son, Baby Doc, eighty six. Papa Doc was serious. Papa Doc didn't play no games. You know, he had some the U.S. shook at the time. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know. I saw it, but I, but I know you. I know your country very well because I, I spent some time. I spent some time, some real time there in the streets, mm-hmm. um, working with people. Matter of fact, I delivered nine babies in Haiti just uh, as we were patrolling the streets, and um, they knew we were there for help. And it, it, yeah, it, it's. It's been a you, see you, said? you see all that you just said when we talk about the program with the Bionics program of education mm-hmm. after 86 that took place there. You notice mm-hmm. it fell apart because back then before that, it wasn't what the Haiti that we know today was not what it was. Yeah. People were very, you know, prideful in their education and everything else. You know, if you were fortunate enough to go, but they had a sense of pride. But after mm-hmm. 86, just like it happened here in the U.S., 86 was a year with death, destruction and and just everything that's low vibrational hit melanated people. <laughs> the United States wanted to keep Haiti as a slave, even though they're the first people that had an uprising, you know, mm-hmm. and, and so once they did what they did in, in, in their 17, 17, what, 17, 79, anyway, but the, 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 the United States had them as a sovereignty saying we would help you, but they enslaved them with productivity, Johnson and Johnson, you know, baseballs were made there in Haiti. That's cheap. My, my they stole a lot of gold. They stole a lot of gold, 1915 occupation and everything. Listen, yeah. we could go on and it's a lot that we could just get lost on. But you know, we're gonna get back to that because what affects, you know, so um our people here in these United States affected the people back then and all around. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I don't see that as a coincidence. It's something that 
they did a good a job on us. And now when I say they, I don't only mean powers that be. Our people allowed it to happen. So called people exactly. Puppets exactly. sold our people out. So we got we got to talk about that too because we. We can't always say it's the white man. Yes, that could be his hand involved. But it's I'm- not the white man. We got to stop blaming the white man for right. our black destruction. We do. Our, we do talk hold on, our black deconstruction, hmm. not black destruction, black hmm. deconstruction. Speak on that. It's the wording. You're right. right. Beautiful. Now I want to talk about. Our, this is a good segue into our lack of empathy in the community. Where does it come from? What is empathy, in fact? So empathy, we'll go to the root of empathy. Empathy is the ability. And we definitely have to break this down. The ability to feel another. The ability to feel another and to really take it in. Not to understand. Oh, your father died. Yeah, my father died. Negro, that's about you. (laughs) Oh, man, you lost your job. Man, I I lost my job. Again, it's about you. Hey, man, I'm struggling. I don't got any money. Man, I ain't have any money for days. That's about you. Your words are deconstructing the person who's talking to you because you have no empathy. Your empathy says, Ron, you lost your job. I feel your sadness. I ask you, Not are you okay, but talk to me. I mean, I don't want to talk about it right now. So you feel the struggle of conversation. You feel it. It has nothing to do with your struggles. It's Ron's struggles. Empathy. It has to be learned and taught. You can't just, you could be kind. People are kind all day long. Man, I know how you are. I feel the same way. That's kind. It's not empathy. To feel what Mikey's feeling means that you are open to things of unknown. People are afraid of the unknown. We know that. Yeah. I can get into the amygdala, which is the lowest part of the brain, the reptilian brain, of why fear subjugates you into slavery. But empathy rises your conscious level to a high vibration saying, I'm okay with feeling Mikey or Ron because it has nothing to do with me, and I'm okay with that. Because once you set yourself that I understand, that's the lowest form of a reptilian brain. We're not asking you to understand, we're asking you to feel. And if you deny your feelings, did you deny your creation by being the creator? which education taught you to be created. Next one, social intelligence. (laughs) Empathy for real. That's deep. That that one right there just cleared my head. So Mikey Fever, man, sometimes you hit me with some, you know, information. Likewise, bro. What's going on in your life? But no, you're you're very empathetic. Like you're you're good. You're good with empathy. You're... I got that from my mother. I'm being honest with you. It was just I've been on both sides of the fence, man. You know what I'm saying? Grew up. You know what I'm saying? Fighting a lot. Had to fight for my honor. You got to remember, coming from a family that's from the island, you're treated differently here. Although I was born, you treated differently. 
being ostracized. You know what I'm saying? Because maybe I'm too quiet, too calm. People like, yo, they mess with you. Then you got to lash out. And then you feel bad. Like, I ain't mean to punch you in your eye like that. I'm sorry, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, But you push me to that point. Or just know how to feel for another human being, man. I can't watch a person get bullied, mistreated. Because I don't feel, I won't be able to sleep at night. It'll bother me. You understand what I'm saying? I just don't like, I don't like to see people, you know, suffering. Although I could lash out at times, but deep down inside, nah, I don't want to see nobody get hurt. That's the last thing. Sure. That's, the, that's the last, that's the lowest form of, of, of being a human being is to hurt somebody. Even in relationships, bro, you know, I bl- things don't go right. I still, I, I blame myself. <laughs> Even though I know it's not good, I'm like, you know what? I'll take the blame. I'll take the blame. You know what I'm saying? I'll, I, I absorb that. Well, Mikey, I don't want you to become a martyr. Do do you know who created the martyr? No. Who created the martyr was the master who enslaved you. They wanted you to feel bad about what you could not do. Mm. I hear that. that. That's deep. I hear that. But it didn't come from just slavery. It came, the Romans did it, the um, Tunisians did it. If mm. people did it, they wanted you to, they wanted you to engulf your own sorrow so you were able to kowtow and be manipulated. To like, once you understand that you are destroying yourself, you have to look for someone to say, you know what? I got you, Mikey. You trust me. Believe in me, uh-huh. and you'll be okay. And you're like, okay, thanks for your... And get manipulated again. You see how you put that out there? That's why I say every human being got yin and yang. That could happen, right? But I also get a dark side when I could become very cold and Machiavellian, and I just don't care. I could be... And that's the part, that's a side that everybody, you know, Everybody got their own demons to fight. That's the side of me I got to fight at times. So I could be very cold-hearted. I was just shut down. Yeah, but when you're cold-hearted, that yeah. is also someone creating you to be like, that is what, that's why he's the enemy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. But that's within myself. I learned how to, I see where you're coming from, the outside influence, but that was like my defense mechanism from young. I'm being very candid and open right now. But yeah, I, I learned how to be like detached so. pretty quick. I become very like, you know, I detach real quick. Even my mom said this. Like that's scary side of you. That's very. It's a safety mechanism. (laughs) Yeah, like it's a safety mechanism. But I tell you, Mike, you know, be open and honest and all this, whatever how you want to put it. It is being vulnerable to understand your truth, because if you're not able to be vulnerable, then you will never reach your higher power of being the creator. You know, I, know you, I heard that before. <laughs> I, heard that. You, I, I, want, I want to get back to social intelligence, though. <laughs> yeah, that's dope. Because Ron, too. Ron's taking it like, yo. Yeah, I'm, no, I, I'm, I'm, see, I could sit here and I could just be quiet the whole time. But yeah. we we got to get to these 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 last yeah. two. Because these <laughs> last two, they are important. So we went through the line. We went. Lack of empathy, and you broke down empathy. Like, uh, now mm. social, and, and I need to work on empathy, Mikey Fever. I know that. I thank you. You're a great example. You, I learned from you. Um, <laughs> social intelligence, social intelligence. I, I, I don't even know if we can touch on it right now. And I, and I thought about it, even I, because as we're flowing through this conversation, I really don't think that people really can understand the lack of social intelligence they have. They have social environmental construction. Mm -hmm. They have social environmental construction. I know how to be when I hit this neighborhood. I know how to act. Code switching, (laughs) they call it. Yeah. Yeah. That's not intelligence. That's survival. Intelligence is able to understand all things above and below, able to learn to apply, which we call wisdom, that social intelligence. Mm -hmm. You are so far removed from social intelligence that your only ego is to tell you that you are something 
if if you if you believe you are something, you are less than. Mm. The more I learn, and I'm a learner, I'm a reader. I read 1,800 words a minute. I read. The more I read, the more I learn, the less I feel understanding that I'm a product of so many things. I become a mountain down to the grains of sand as I believe and breathe. Because I know all things are connected through me and understand for me, but I'm a part of it. That's the more I read. If you think you're a mountain, you're lost. If you think you're a rock, you're lost. I mm. think if I'm a pebble, I still, uh, I'm learning. I want to learn so much that I become particles of an atom. Mm-hmm. That's deep right there. So subconsciously, everything you pick up along the way in your life, that's all, that's all part of you right there. Yeah. So social emotional intelligence, people are so far from it, they think it's about a feeling and a thought. No. Stop. You haven't gotten empathy. You haven't even gotten compassion. You don't even understand. You don't even understand love. Explain what love is, please. Yes, man. Without boundaries. That's it. Love is without boundaries or conditions. It's difficult for people with green age. Oh my, it's difficult for people because even if you talk to a, I I had, I schooled psychologists on, well, people have wants and needs. What Mm -hmm. if you don't have a want and need? Well, you must have one because everybody wants and needs. That's on the lower left. To me, that's on the lower rung schedule, right? Well, you need to express your wants and needs to your partner. No, I accept my partner. But what do you want from them? Nothing. Well, that doesn't make any sense. You must want something. Mm. That teaching creates ego. Acceptance, we hear it in all these marriage or vows that love has no conditions mm. and it accepts. <laughs> right? but they don't know how to truly love because love is love. Love isn't something. Love is love. What that means is it just is. It's not a thing. It is. If you're going to say love is something, well, they do this for me. Now you are putting a word on it which pushes a definition on it, which pushes a condition on it. Mm. But you just said love isn't a condition, but you just put something on it. Dr. Dyer, you're a smart man. Why do you say that? Because you've done this. You put a condition on my intelligence. So... If I didn't have this, would I not be intelligent? Mm. Hmm. That's fascinating. I know all of it, but if I don't have that, am I not intelligent? Yeah, I mean, you, I mean, you are, but okay. Now we're lost. <laughs> <laughs> you're an amazing man because you can provide okay so if I lose my job I'm not an amazing man so now that I got fired do I come home 
Hmm. You can tell me anything. You are such a great provider. I just got fired. So according to what you said, I'm not an amazing man. There's no way I should come home. So I'm going to look for some hope. Who's just gonna? Who's just going to allow me to be physical? Mm. So now I degrade myself and degrade her because you made me feel, from what you said previously, you're such a great provider. That's deep, man. That's deep. So I, I want to. The next time we 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 deep, do real. this to get really deep into social and emotional intelligence, because I think that in the community, our community, we lack, that. lack it. It's like we are so far below when it comes to uh, traumatized those two subjects. Which we're in a traumatic state. We like everything. And, with, everything with us is, was done in was done in survival mode. We have to get out of that survival mode in order to live. And, and, and you know what I'm going to do when we do this again about social media, and I'm going to bring out my whiteboard. So um, I'll be because it, it, it's it. I think when people see the diagram of how it affects the the physical body, the mental body, the emotional body, the yes. all of it, I think people will start to go. oh, because right now it's tough for people to hear things when they're hearing things from their own perspective. Again, it goes back to, I, I, I you know, I call it an emotional retardation, actually. Mm-hmm. Can you explain that? that? Emotional re- retardation. Well, yeah, emotional retardation is, oh, I know what he's saying. How do you know what I know what I'm saying if you didn't ask the question to clarify what I'm saying? If you don't put in the chat or put in the comments like, what was Dr. Paul actually talking about? You don't understand shit. (laughs) I mean, you didn't. Because if you don't have, I always tell people I teach, if you don't have a question, you really didn't understand absolutely nothing. Exactly. No, I really get it. Bullshit. What's your question? Um, I don't have one. You didn't get it. <laughs> so basically, from what I, from what I'm hearing, <laughs> Ron, what's the way, up? The way, well, hold on. I got to get my Ron. What's up? Why do you come on? Because basically, you say you explain yourself to. Get people to understand, but there's still so many layers. So yes, you have to have questions. You right. Mm-hmm. I I hear what you said. I just heard that just <laughs> Yeah. What what happened? No, no. You no. Yeah, yeah. I love lasagna. What part of lasagna you love? There's literally five layers of lasagna with the different noodles and, and meat. Yeah. Well, I love the whole thing. Okay. Yeah. Break it down. Describe. Yeah. <laughs> we got to strip it down. <laughs> but we're not taught to think like that. We're no. taught to be slaves. Yeah. <laughs> we're not Everything taught to think. think. Which goes back to education. Right, right. It's true, man. I think what can help our people, human beings, period, is to get rid of that ego, that facade, and like you say, be vulnerable. I I learned to become vulnerable like in the past, what, three years, to be more vulnerable. Yeah, but you're weak. You know what I'm saying? If if Hmm. you're vulnerable, right? They say you're weak. You're you're, you're you're weak. weak. Which is funny because weekend is a word that was made up for you to be weak in the end. Woo. <laughs> Christians yeah. 
came up with that word for you to be weak at the end so you can call on them on that Sunday to be strong again. Yeah. The words have meanings. They have frequencies. Exactly. You are weak at the end. 